A cold brew, toes dug into the warm sand, and the sound of the surf crashing on the shore. There's no better place to be at than the beach. The world contains 372,000 miles of coastline. That's a lot of sand and a lot of stories. So how does pop culture portray those stories? What is so compelling about the beach? What do the characters who populate these oceanfront areas have in common? Tune into the four-part Pop Bonsai Beach set to find out as we explore beaches in Hollywood, documentaries, novels, and music in this summer's Beach Set. Jay, what would you say uh, the most popular Beach Boys song is? What, what song from the Beach Boys do you think you hear the most? Like out in life, in the real world? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, Surf and Safari? Mm, uh, see, that's not the answer that's going to lead me to my next question. <laughs> keep trying. Keep trying. Keep trying. I thought uh, I thought we were simpatico enough that you would have just nailed this the first try. Okay, California Girls. This isn't going to help me with my bit. This isn't going to help me with a bit. Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. What else do they do? Uh, like if you're at, at like a resort, if, you, if you're in an L, okay, let me rephrase the question because <laughs> you're not getting it's it. You're not it's getting just, it. I'm what I'm gonna rephrase it. What Beach Boys song would you most likely hear in an elevator? Oh, see, I would still say California Girls. <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna help you out with this one. This, okay. The correct answer is Kokomo. Oh, see. Yeah, no. Coke. I remember John Stamos playing bongos. That's all I remember. Yeah. Coke. Well, here is my question to you. So in okay. Kokomo, the song, they list several beaches, several places or several places that are known for their beaches. Aruba. How many do you think? Uh, wait, before you start, before you start going, how many do you think you can name in the song? How many beaches from the song Kokomo can you name? Just the two, Aruba and Bahama. Bahamas. They don't even go back to back in the song. They don't go Aruba, Bahamas. They don't. They don't? <laughs> no. They okay. go Aruba, Jamaica. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I want to take you to Bermuda, Bahamas. Bahama, come, come on, pretty mama. Baby. Key Largo, Montego. Baby, why don't we go? Off the Florida Keys. <laughs> so we, all right, so we got Aruba, we got Jamaica, we got Bermuda, Bahama, Key Largo, Montego, Kokomo, Martinique, Montserrat, oh, oh. Mystique, Port-au-Prince. All those places in the, in Kokomo. The song. Oh, it really is. Is it Montserrat? Montserrat, where like the Rolling Stones went to like flee their taxes, like they're, I don't know. Maybe Ooh, maybe Montserrat. Let's see. Or there's a recording studio or something. I know that like it was like a hot spot for like rock stars for a while. Oh, this is is that the one where like Bowie and um, uh, Freddie Mercury recorded under pressure, where they would go, they would all go to that little no, spot in Mont. No. It was definitely in France. 
I didn't realize it was like a beachside place, but that makes sense now because those guys are fucking savages, Jay. Of course they are. Yeah, and they're just hanging out by the beach, like riding under pressure. Un- unbridled savagery. In Mazuri. <laughs> <laughs> pressure! In Mazuri. <laughs> I would definitely agree that Kokomo, I, I would fu- I would hear on the elevator before, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, we, you didn't come in, you didn't come in. But what is your favorite Beach Boys song? Because we're, we're um, we are sand, we're gonna be sans Beach Boys today, so we're not gonna be talking about Beach Boys after this intro. Mm. No one put Beach Boys on their playlist. I know. I just didn't want to put it too it's two on the nose. Two on the nose. Two on the nose. But yeah. I didn't want to. Like, I don't want to like not talk about the Beach Boys during a, a beach set. So your favorite Beach Boys song? Now go. Oh gosh, it, it, I guess it would be Sloop John B. Come on, so, John B. Grandfather. Yeah. The Beach Boys fucking rule, dude. I know. The do. Beach Boys rule. Now I feel bad. Now I feel bad about not having the Beach Boys on our, our Pop Bonsai Beach Set playlist. Because they do rock. I know it's a little on the nose, and they're probably on every Beach playlist, so we're going to keep them off. But Brian Wilson, you're the shit. Mm-hmm. I love you. I miss you. Love and mercy. That's all I need tonight, Brian Wilson. You know what I'm going to go with, Jay? Off the top of my head, I'm going to go with Barbara Ann. It's a good one, too. Now, is Barbara Ann a Beach Boys original, though? That might not be a Beach Boys original. I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard anyone else do it. Ba, 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 ba. Hey, get that ashtray. I like it when they're like, hey, we got an ashtray (laughs) we're playing. Like, they just kept that shit in. It's like a real kitty song, but they're like smoking in it. They're like, hey, bring that dildo over here too while you're at it. Let's bang that thing out. Hey, you got that needle? Let's shoot up. Welcome to the Pop Bonsai Podcast. You never know. You never know what's going on back there. All right, Jay. We have come to the end of our little stretch of paradise, our little beach, our little two miles, four eps of talking about how the beach is portrayed in pop culture from books to documentaries to films and now music. How do you feel about this? This is like a, a vacation when the vacation's coming to an end. It's your last day on the beach, you know, and you're thinking about work. You're facing oh, a long drive or airplane flight back home. How do you feel, man? It was, it was, uh, it, it was like kind of like that, you know, <laughs> kind of exactly like that. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's like you kind of, kind of like not ex- exhausted, but in a good way. You know, like it took a lot out of me. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It took. Yeah, it, it was like a, it was a, a nutty ride. It, the beach will 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 take you under. It'll slap you around. It'll spit you out. And yeah, you'll be golden brown. But you might be wearing a frown. And that's <laughs> one of the things that we learned in this beach set is that all that glitters is not gold. 
It was, it was uh, intense. Dude. It was. It was and intense. I feel like it's the end of summer. You know, we're in uh, the end of August. Fall is around the corner. I mean, not for us. You live in Arizona. I live in Guam. So, I mean, we're pretty much in uh, endless summer. Ooh, that would have been a good one to do, too. Endless summer. Two on the nose, yeah. though. Two on the nose. Yeah, have, you ever seen, have you ever seen Endless Summer? Uh-uh. No, I've heard of it. I mean, it's iconic, but I've never actually. It's seen pretty it. cool. It's I. I think. I mean, I'm not a surfer, so it's just more stylish to me than it is like a, an enthralling documentary. But it's pretty cool seeing all the places they go, like mm. Bermuda, Jamaica, Bahamas. Ooh, come on, pretty, pretty mamas. Mama. Yeah, lots um, of pretty mamas. So we uh, we this is the last episode of our beach set. Uh, and so, as you know, if you've listened to our podcast before and through an entire set, you know, on the last episode, we take what we have learned from our viewings and our readings and we compile a playlist. Now, Jay has recently gone over to the Spotify side. I'm very proud of him. <laughs> he was a YouTube music man, which allowed us to have a great uh, a two, two prong approach to our playlist it allowed for yeah. a youtube playlist and it allowed for a spotify playlist jay just abandoned that just abandoned his set <laughs> of my post his post <laughs> yeah his post yeah and so now he's 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 jumping in with me um so all the songs that we're going to talk about jay picked seven songs to go onto his beach playlist i picked seven songs to go on my beach playlist and some of these songs are connected to things we learned about or we talked about uh, when it comes to the beach and its portrayal. Uh, and some of them, I don't know, some of them might not even deal with the beach. Some of them might be about like um, uh, New York City. I don't know. <laughs> no, they're all to deal with the beach. And I think, Jay, that we have quite the eclectic mix here. Now, I know, I know. if you go on the Spotify and you're searching for a beach uh, playlist to go listen to with your family at the beach, you're going to find hundreds that have the exact same songs. But I guarantee mm -hmm. you, none of them have the songs that we have on, on our beach playlist. So let's get yep. into it, Jay. I'm going right. to pull up uh, uh, my uh, YouTube here. <laughs> and... Uh, we're going to put YouTube. some work into it. Uh, so YouTube has ads. Oh, YouTube, you and your ads. So, um, Jay, you did a really good job of ordering this set list. You do a much better <laughs> job ordering set lists than I do. I was like, how is he going to order this set list, to make, set list to make it make any sense? And you did a really good job. And we started off with this little ditty. All right, what do we got here, Jay? So this is a song called, uh, again, a little on the nose, but I don't care because it's a great song. Uh, here Comes the Summer by a band called The Undertones. And it, uh, so this band was formed in the mid-70s in Derry, Northern Ireland. Mm -hmm. um, they're, they're a little known band, but they're great. Like most of the stuff they put out was great. And this is on their self-titled self debut LP. It came out in 79, I believe. But yeah, song is just, it, it, it doesn't really particularly remind me of anything we, we talked about specifically. 
but it's just a great summer song. It's light, airy. I mean, you know, some of these lyrics, ooh, baby, baby, what can I do? You know you drive me crazy when I'm looking at you. The summer's really here, and it's time to come out, time to discover what fun is about. Oh, man. Yeah, and they're Irish. So, I mean, it's not like they're they're in California, yeah. So I know these guys, I actually discovered these guys backwards. One of their, I think maybe two of their members were in this band called Petrol Emotion. Have you ever heard of them? Uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. And they have kind of, I mean, they sound very similar. Um, and so I had heard a few of the undertone songs just tangentially from, from them. And I really do like it. It does have, uh, again, a one that would have been too definitely on the nose probably, uh, would have been uh, Warm Cali- California Sun, uh, either mm-hmm. the Ramones version or I forgot who originally did this that one where I was like, when you're out there having fun in the Warm California Sun. So this feels kind of like a more garagey version of that type of song, not only in its sure. theme, but also in its tone. Just kind of that that jaunty, as you said, that light... We're having fun. It's a good time. We're at the beach. Come out to the coast. Have a few laughs, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I like that one. Do you have any other ones that are kind of like in that vein as well that you recommend? You mean like uh, uh, like bands that sound like the undertones? Oh, so this is what... So, Jay, what I'm doing right here is I'm searching for our next song since you're no oh, longer oh, on sure, YouTube. Sure. So that's kind of like a banter. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, yeah. There's uh, another band from out uh, from that era, from that era called Protex. Um, they're awesome. Um, uh, Much better gosh. than the band Prolapse, which is uh, painful to listen uh, to. <laughs> I've never heard of Prolapse, but there's the Boys that were from England. The Boys. Uh, the Boys. Awesome band. Um, God, Generation X. Very similar. Yeah, kind of like Generation a, X. Poppy, you know, with a, with a like Travis was saying, like a punk garage edge. Uh, so yeah, a Cali sound Almost. with an Irish brogue. Actually, they don't sound Irish at all. I can't. That's which is weird. I don't hear the the dairy in them at all. No, no. The, the singer almost sounds a little nasally. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it takes us to our uh, next thing. This was uh, one of my picks. Uh, and maybe I'm, you know what? I'm going to stop using the term on the nose. I'm going to get rid of that from my vocabulary. <laughs> we pick what we like. We attach it to things. You know what? Some of these are going to be popular bangers. Some of them are going to be like, oh, I never heard this song before. So fucking deal with it, bros. going surfing i'm going surfing and we didn't get to it but the best part about that song of course jay is that you take your car to work i'll take my board and when you're out of fuel i'm still afloat all right so here's the thing and fuck you if you're one of those people who's like weezer is lame I'm talking to Jay. I'm talking to all of you out there. Because, yes, Leezer... Leezer. Weezer can be... I forgive Weezer for their latter-day sins, even though their new album is, isn't, isn't bad. 
But the fucking Blue album is, I'm going to say this right now, Jay, one of the top five albums to come out of the 90s. One of the top oh, five yeah. albums to come out I of the agree. 90s, Weezer's sure. The Blue Album. That, that is, it's, it's all killer, no filler. Um, it's in there. Not number one, maybe not even number three. Maybe it's number five with a bullet, but it, it's up there. <laughs> I don't know if I'd put, what would you put? Uh, would you put uh, Weezer's Blue Album? Lower than Smashing Pumpkins, Melancholy, and the Infinite Sadness. No, I'm not a big Smashing Pumpkins fan. Oh. So I'd actually put that way above Ooh. it. Ooh, also it's a double album too. I don't know if you can put that into the, the mix. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> uh, of course, I mean, it, de- it deals with surfing. It's got like, uh, again, that kind of jaunty light vibe. But at the same time, I think it starts to deal with that. Now we're starting to deal with the lyrics uh, that we, we talked about in are what we saw in our portrayal of beaches in in Hollywood and in in media is this sense of uh, people who live on the beach are kind of self-reliant. There is there seems to be a greater connection to nature in there. And even in a lyric like you take your 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 car to work, I'll take my board uh, there. There is the separation of the the coasties and then the city people right the people on the beach and the people inland uh this these two different cultures and how uh one is oppressed with the day-to-day routines of the city and drudgery and the other is just living high on the hog surfing around chilling out i mean even that first line the sea is foaming like a bottle of beer. The sea is foaming like a bottle of beer. The waves are crashing, <laughs> but I ain't got no fear, right? And that sense of, there's also a little bit of sense, which we'll talk about later in the playlist, of something being dangerous, but at the same time, for some reason, not being scared of it, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I think in this song, too, what really makes it a, a great song is the song, of course, drowns out about three-fourths through, and then you have that acapella. That's not acapella because you have a little bit of a tone underneath it. I'm sure there's a correct word for it, like bridge or something. Uh, But there is that they bring everything down, and then you have that, you take your car to work, ah, which is very Beach Boys. They bring in the Beach Boys right there. It's very Brian Wilson, early, early Beach Boys. Uh, and I love that because you think the song's over and then they just bring it back up and then you get back into the end of the song. What a great song. That song always makes me smile. And I'm going to say this one, not only one of the top five albums of the 90s, but Surf Wax America by Weezer. I will also put into top songs to listen to on your way to work in the morning. Ah. Very, it's a very interesting. Do you have that playlist? Is that actually a playlist that exists for you? No, but I think we should make that definitely, Jay. Uh, yeah. Now that you're yeah, on, Jay, now that you're on Spotify, we're gonna be making so many playlists <laughs> together. <laughs> songs to mow the lawn. To that's songs. a good one too. That's a good one too. I would do hot fun in the summertime for that one, uh, and uh, <laughs> I would do also Jerry Mungo songs would would make that that playlist. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah songs uh to listen to right before you you know go out on a date songs before right out you know before you go to the comic book store yeah exactly uh, exactly all yeah, oh there's gonna be so many playlists it's it's gonna be crazy <laughs> but definitely a great uh uh drive to work 
Torque song. I've tried it out. I've, I've tested it. We're good. All right, let's see how this next one holds up. I'm gonna skip a little ahead on this one just so we can get to the mix. All right, Jay, what do we got here? So, not the beachiest song, but maybe the bitchiest song. <laughs> Psychedelic first, and the uh, get like that. Yeah, uh, so I I really like Psychedelic Furs. I think they're one of the most underrated bands of of the '80s, and this is kind of like their like satisfaction, you know, like the like their version of of Rolling Stone Satisfaction. It kind of talks about like materialism. Uh, you know, some of the lyrics: uh, "I live in the factory and we are all the same. I live in the family and and all the traffic screams. We were all so." We are also advertised all day on Channel 9. We live in a soap commercial. We're all a lie. And this kind of thing is, first of all, it's super Gen X-y. Mm -hmm. And it reminds me of uh, kind of like the speech. Or, yeah, or kind of like the speech in in, uh, in Point Break, mm. you know, about, uh, uh, you know, the metal coffin speech. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You know, and so that's kind of like it's got that uh, that the same it, you know I found in in making this playlist uh, that the songs that reminded me of Point Break really fit in with Lords of Dogtown and the Beach as well. Like there were so yeah. many factors that connected them. I was like, oh, I picked this song for the Beach, but actually it does work with uh, you know <laughs> interchangeable, the, yeah, Bodie in in the uh, the the guys in Point Break as well, and you can't. And they're attached to the Dogtown Boys, the Z Boys, so it was on here. I love Psychedelic Furs. I don't, I don't think I've sat and like digested their albums, but I mean, of course, their big hit, Love My Way. I mean, uh, you know, if I had to pick uh, uh, best songs despite how often they're used in a movie, that's a good playlist. <laughs> best songs Ooh, despite how yeah. often how much they're used in a movie, I would say Love My Way is is on that playlist for sure love my way it's a new day i follow <laughs> there's so much there's so much bowie in the psychedelic furs as well oh you know, yeah, yeah it's, just, it, it's it's a lot of of bowie on there and as we were talking i did not set up the next song give me something else for the psychedelic furs you love jay oh yes so i mean yeah love my way is definitely a big one but uh, a lot of people also remember uh, pretty in pink Mm -hmm. Isn't she? That's how I first heard him when I was. I think that might even high. be known more than uh, "Love My Way." Possibly, possibly, but yeah. I mean, and it was cool because, like, I loved how John Hughes would would do that on purpose. He'd take little known bands and put them in his movies. Like he he did that on purpose. You know, he loved like those underground groups, and he used them in his movies, and they became famous because of it. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. I love that he did that. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, yeah. All right. But this next group was not using the John Hughes movie. Hit it, rats! 
right. So that, of course, of course, if you're a punk fan, you know that. I mean, that that falls into like pff, top ten classic punk songs. The Circle Jerks live fast, die young. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think we need to 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 think too hard on who this connects to. I mean, again, multiple people. I was thinking at first, you know, uh, Point Break. You know, really? these guys. Uh, yeah, I was thinking Point Break at first because you know it's this. You know, they're jumping out of planes. They're like, who packed a shoot, man? Like, who wants to live? You know, bro, like they're, the sense. And also the Robin Banks. There's really no um, sense yeah. of respect for their lives. And it was a sense of living literally fast, you know. Uh, and then, of course, Dogtown, the Z-Boys. Not only does it, do you have um, this this song that's kind of, you know, like the, the J character in that doc who is, you know, really just abuses himself and I'm surprised. Oh, he is dead now, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, there was this sense that they did not see past their immediate. The beach environment that they kept them in, it wasn't like the beach was really a state of mind for these characters. And I think one of the things that in, we learned about is that you lose track of time on the beach, whether it be Richard mm. or, or um, Dogtown Boys, is that you think that the moment you're in is going to last forever and you're not really thinking beyond it. The beach has a way of lulling you into this sense of there is no tomorrow. Uh, and I think that is one of the, the things, features of like LA is because it's right there on the beach, there is this sense, you know, you're staring out into the vastness of it. There is, it, it can cajole you into the sense that there is no tomorrow, that right now in the moment is the immediate thing. And we saw that from a lot of the characters uh, on, oh, yeah. on there. Now this song, um, uh, I tried to find, so there was this compilation that came out in the 90s. It was called Bored Generation. Do you remember this compilation? No. B-O-R-E-D. And it, it was... It came out when Windows 98 came out, and the disc itself you could put into your computer, and it would play a bunch of snowboard and surfing videos. And uh -huh. so they had, like, Helmet, the Beastie Boys, old punk stuff, NoFX, Pennywise, uh, some rappers like Lost and Hieroglyphics. And it was all kind of—they were all, like, B-sides or unrecorded things, and they all put—and they put them together on this— this uh, compilation and so some oh, of them cool. now some of them now you can find because bands have now re released those in in different spots but one of the ones i couldn't find is the first time i actually heard this song was pennywise's cover of live fast die young which to me is the version because that's the one that i grew up with uh and you can listen to that one on on youtube but i like that one as well so if you've heard the circle jerks version of this song and you're you're over it, then you can listen to the Pennywise. Because Pennywise ah. has a, a killer cover of that song as well. Interesting. I don't think I've ever heard that before. I mean, they don't do much different with it, but it's just you know it's Fletcher and stuff like doing you know doing it. So it's a cool one. To check adding out. a little metal in there. Little... Yeah, you, you get a. It's a little heavier. I don't know. It feels a little bit more X Gamesy. You know. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. more nineties. Yeah. More, yeah. All right. We made USA. That's an ad. All right. So the next uh, pick is Jay's pick here, which we're going to play in just a moment. So sit tight, and here we go.
This one has a long intro as well. Yeah. So I'm going to bring it in. All right, what do we got here, Jay? So this is a band called Stars, and uh, they're—I don't know if they're that known. I don't—I didn't know them. They sound very familiar, like Children of Stone or things like that. Uh, oh, yeah. But I—I I hadn't heard this band. Yeah, they're—they're they're American, uh, mid seventies, just, just um, this is like fun American rock, you know, and it's super catchy. And like I kind of think they sound like uh, like if Ted Nugent played second guitar in Big Star. <laughs> well, yeah, well, it's funny that you say this because you know in the doc itself, uh, Dogtown the Z Boys, this this song would have fit right in there. Yeah, that that's kind of like I would like to think of it as like the theme song. Yeah, like, it, I was like, was song. this in the Z Boys? Because it feels like it should be. Because there's oh, several songs that 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 have the same vibe, even the same. Uh, they're even using the same effects on guitar that like Nugent effect that you talked talked about. Like now you're messing with a a son of a bitch. You're messing with a son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just it's so of that time, you know, and it's great. Totally, totally my ode to to Dogtown and Z Boys. Yeah, it's the bad boys of the beach. And one of the things that, you know, I guess you could do a whole different beach podcast where you're selecting media that's like beach resorts or like family beach vacations or more like foreign beaches like Aruba, Jamaica, Key Largo, Montego. But <laughs> Uh, when it comes to like what we kind of did, which was that kind of American, except for the, you know, the novel, the beach, uh, a lot of it was those bad boys of the beach, man. And this song really, uh, that song really, uh, uh, incorporates those guys really well. That personally, I didn't go out of my way to choose. Like it just, that running theme just happened to be in all of those. Things. And you know, honestly, you know, I, so uh, I was jogging this morning on the beach, and so I decided to take the the beach playlist out for a little test drive. Oh, you know, to see how these songs play on the beach, and they play well, Jay. And this Do one they? especially because I was like, oh, is this gonna will this, will this play on the beach? Like, if you're having a beach barbecue and this comes on, does it feel like? Does it help the vibe? And it does. It it get, it's a a a, a, a ruckus. A ruckus, a beach ruckus, if you will. There's some downers coming up. You could, you could, have, you could have some uh, uh, a good beach volleyball game to that song. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nah. Now I got that song. Now you're messing with the... All right, next one up. One of my favorite punk bands, The Queers, and that is Cheeto in a Speedo eating a 
burrito. So let me ask you this. I want to ask you this. Okay. Do you fancy yourself Cheeto? <laughs> <laughs> do I do I fancy myself a Cheeto? Uh-huh. The, uh-huh. The, the Cheeto as Cheeto. As, as Cheeto. Cheeto. God, if only I, I would say I aspire to Cheeto. I aspire ah. to Cheeto, but I mean he's dangerously cool. <laughs> um so Again, one of the things we talked about, we had a conversation uh, in this set somewhere. I can't remember which one it was, where it was or when it was. But we were talking about appropriate beach wear. And I said, listen, I am unironically and unapologetically want to move into the Speedo. Now, my shorts have gotten shorter. And I don't know if I'm ready for that leap yet. I've got to get into Speedo shape. We talked about this. Speedo hue. Mm-hmm. Like we got to get into Speedo hue. Um, but I remember when we finished that podcast, I was thinking about that. I was like, yeah, Speedo Hughes funny. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. The queers have a song about like a guy who unapologetically wears a Speedo. <laughs> Cheeto and a Speedo eating a burrito. And so I listened to that song for like a day straight, like over and over <laughs> again and again. And I was like, man, this is such a fun song. And it is. It's just about like a, a guy who unapologetically, unapologetically wears a Speedo. And uh, it's something I aspire to, to be one day. And um, I will take it. I'll post it on Instagram. We'll put it on Papa Hansai. And when I get to that, no. <laughs> and, <laughs> and also, it's still got, because the queers in general, they do have a, a Cali kind of surf sound. They have that, yeah. that West Coast surf, pop punky sound. So really kind of all their songs sound like they could be a, the perfect song for a beach. It's a good beach band in general. Uh, but uh, that was a, I was like, oh, what a perfect one. We had a whole conversation about Speedos. Therefore, you are now in my playlist, queers. Uh, yeah, and, and it's weird that they do have such a California sound. Um, and they're from New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, it's kind of like the same thing with like Mr. T Experience too, right? These guys have such like a, like this West Coast sound. Although I'm not sure where Dr. Frank is from. They're Berkeley. They're Berkeley? Born okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. That's that. Yeah, look out. Of course, uh, uh, Gilman. They're Gilman boys. Yeah, I think he like I think he graduated from UC Berkeley, I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he he's got a real Berkeley vibe to him. <laughs> he does. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, he especially after reading his book King Dork. Check out our previous podcast, people. Uh, it, it kind of reads like uh, someone went to Berkeley and is also in a punk band because uh, it is. Uh, all right, our next song. We, we're taking a departure from the punk rock. Think I walk out in the rain. I'm so glad you chose this song. Tell us why. So we had a conversation about how much. Oh, wait, we should say what song it is first, I guess. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's Roxy Music's End of the Line. And uh, it came out on uh, the Avalon. Was... Is this Avalon? Was it Avalon? No, I no, no. It was, no. I it was no. Siren. So I ha- it is Siren. Uh, go ahead. I have a story about this whole album. Go ahead, please. But uh, like 70, I want to say Okay, I don't in the mid seventies, but so we had a um, a conversation about 
how much the end credit song in Point Break sucked, and how just it just did not it, it did not fit. It's like you, some cheesy rat song. First of all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rat only had like like uh, the amount of good songs Rat had I can count on one hand, if that. And uh, I, I it's better thought, than like like a '90s rap song. You could uh, uh, you could surf in a river, you could surf in a lake, but if you're surfing on the beach and you are Point Break, said boom, boom, <laughs> do 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 Point Break. <laughs> they did like a like the Mario Brothers theme. <laughs> but so I was thinking, I was like, gosh, I wanted a song that was just that connected on on like a deeper level because to a, me it was a dirge, if you will, almost for Bodhi. Yeah, and so this song I thought would be awesome if it played at the end credits in Point Break. Um, you know, like some of the lyrics, um, think I'll walk out in the rain, called you, called you time and time again, I got no reply, you've gone. Reach the point of no return, the more I see, the more I stand alone. I see the end of the line, were you, were you ever lonely, mystified and blue? Uh, that's like the first chorus or verse, I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah, it's just a song about, you know, relationship ending and they're not there and how much, you know, they're missed. And and I'm like, gosh, man, that, that works on so many levels for that movie, mm-hmm. um, and, in my opinion. And it, it leaves you a little bit more, because you want to be left. That, mo- that ending is really, it's a deep ending. And, you know, he's walking away and Patrick Swayze's last lines, come on, man, let me do it. Don't go and put me in a cage, man. You know, and then he just boom, and then he throws his badge in there. You don't want like point 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 break or round and round. Yeah, that is. I like. I like. I you know. I thought this might be uh, a Point Break song, but I wasn't thinking the end credits to it. What a great that. What a great callback to that conversation and a fun a fun. Uh, I have uh, a, a fun task as well that I sometimes do when I watch movies and listen to music, but that's a good one. Think of a movie you like and then pick a different end song to it. Very good. Yeah. I think that's going to be a pop bonsai theme sometime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what are we going to say about this album? You said you oh, yeah. Some... So, um, you know, uh, we, we've talked about vinyl before and we, we each have some vinyls, but I don't have a huge vinyl co- collection. I maybe have like 30, 35 records, right? This record, I own this record. And so when I buy a vinyl album, I don't buy an album necessarily that I listen to a lot other than like Tom Waits albums. Um, but I try to buy an album, uh, I try to buy albums on vinyl that are challenging to me. Um, that, that work on different levels. Uh, so like, I don't own a queers vinyl, you know, if I want to listen to the queers, I'll listen on Spotify or whatever it is. I'll stream it. But Roxy music is a band that sounds great on vinyl, always has fucking killer vinyl art. So when you pull that vinyl out, Mm -hmm. you feel like you're stepping into the seventies and you can put it on, and each track is going to be so different, and going to be so layered, and they, they, they shift their influences within songs. Within yeah. songs. So you, you, a song, you know, they had these long, kind of drawn out, like four, four or five, six-minute songs uh, that, that swell 
and then they come back down again. The intro will be completely different than the actual song. I mean, think of Mother of Pearl. Oh, that's not the name of the song. What am I thinking of? Um, what's the name? Oh, Mother of um, Pearl, I wouldn't change it for the real world. Yeah, anyways. Um, uh, I can't remember. That might be on Avalon. I don't know. Um, but yeah, great band to listen to. I'm not saying all their stuff is is killer, but they are, like the Psychedelic Furs, an underrated band now. Oh, I don't man. think for people who are maybe like 20 years older than us, they probably are still like rocks and music rocks, but they are doing some pretty innovative shit. I don't know how big they ever got here. I, I think in England, like Brian Ferry is, and, and of course Eno, but I don't know if they ever really made it that big here. I, I think they're a little too much for American audiences. Right, if you know what probably. I mean. Yeah, just like there's just too much going on, you know, yeah. uh, and maybe too sophisticated in some ways. Uh, all uh, right, yeah. sure. so, uh, this next one, one of mine. All right, so I'm going to say this, Jay. I know this type of music isn't your favorite. I, can, I know. <laughs> I know, like, skater, rap uh, 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 music is not, I'm like, I'm like I, this was not to please Jay. Uh, this is, of course, uh, uh, this is the Dirty Heads, uh, a song off their, I think it's their first breakout album. Uh, it's called Neighborhood. Uh, I think the album is Any Port in the Storm. Uh, but this, this music is always a term you don't like guilty pleasure but is i like this kind of like skate surf rap reggae stuff for some reason like it's the thing that gets me going like i can jog to it i can chill out to it the lyrics are always very like upfront like well i just got out of the water and i'm a late for school he asked me to sip and i said that's cool you know <laughs> there is something it hits a lot of buttons for me. It hits like early '90s rap. They're like, I said a hip, a hop, a hippie, hippie hop. And one of the things that I I was putting on this list and kept taking off was reggae music. I really wanted reggae representation into it for the feel, but it wasn't fitting any of the themes or really kind of what I got out of this this thing. Mm. So in some ways, I feel like I got a little bit of reggae in with this one and another song that I picked. Um, but this reminded me of those little. Fucking skate rats in, in Lords of Dogtown. Obviously, they wouldn't be into this stuff unless they're of the new generation. But just the neighborhood. It's, it's, the beach people are, seem to be very territorial about their neighborhoods. We saw that in Dogtown and like all their different areas and how in these opulent neighborhoods... There are subsections of these neighborhoods, which is a bunch of little dirty ass little uh, uh, surf and skater rats. And so this was uh, kind of like uh, uh, remind me of the Dogtown Boys if they started skating in the 90s uh, mm. for me on that one. See, I thought like just based on the production, I'm like, whoa, this is really 90s. I mean, yeah. like 90s just slaps you in the face when you hear this. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I'm like, oh, it's for sure a uh, uh, beach. It's for sure, you know, like the the it kind of goes along with that Moby kind of, you know. Oh like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it'd be too corporate for for uh, a Richard. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Uh. So. Oh. 
that's a oh guess what sixty dollars special for uh, ribs you can have that we're not gonna listen to that mm, delicious uh, so we're gonna take a little turn here uh, it's funny as I'm watching uh, listening to these songs I'm trying to think of why Jay put certain songs on there so this one yeah I, this one again has a long intro so I'm gonna bring it in a little bit to the so we get to the 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 jamming. Still recall the taste of your tears At going your voice just like the ringing in my ears My favorite dreams of you All right, what do we got here, Jay? So, this is one of the clunkers I was, <laughs> I was thinking about. It just kills the summer vibe. However, it it very much reminds me of uh the beach um mm-hmm. just that the longing and and that darkness that eventually envelops that whole place and that it just has such a sense of like desperation and uh there's an etherealness to it as well oh man yeah and, and like nine inch nails are like a band that I really like Pretty Hate Machine. Like, I'll still listen to Pretty Hate Machine, but they went, that band went, or that dude went down. Trent, Trent Reznor, right? Uh, uh, yeah, he went down a rabbit hole that I just, I couldn't follow. I don't like I, Nine Inch Nails. I'm not a fan. Never have yeah. been. The Nin shirts, I, I still, I, I remember being those. I actually, this one I didn't mind, especially since I, I knew where you're coming from. I'm like, this has definitely got to be on the beach. And it kind of fit oh, into yeah. it. In fact, it felt like it could be on that soundtrack to that movie. Uh, if you look at like the Moby and stuff from that, it felt like it felt at home there. And so I was listening to it from that perspective. And I do like a little bit more lemo- uh, uh, melodic one that yeah. used to say melodic, but uh, of the well, beginning as opposed to like the industrial sound that a lot of Trent Reznor's early stuff had that clanging and banging. I respect Trent Reznor as an artist, especially the stuff he does for films. I think he's amazing, yes. but just the sound, this sound, and any like tools and things like that i just i never got into never got into that stuff and people loved it i grew up with all nin fans and and tool fans and and uh you know um uh what am i thinking of who did white pony or pony uh deftones and stuff like that you know uh we're really big but i just never got into sound but uh it fits i think it fits in well with that what you're saying about the beach we have to acknowledge the dark aspect of the beach the siren call of the beach because that's one of the things that we learned in this uh set as well with richard and uh even some of the boys in point break the sense of you know, it looks pretty, but the beach is dangerous. And that's what I'm finding out now, living on the beach, is just the practicality that you think you could just go out there and swim? Oh, uh, hell no. Riptide, uh-huh. currents, um, fish that want to bite you. There's some fish out here when I go snorkeling. <laughs> they're snorkeling, and they protect their nest. They'll come up and start nipping at you. Oh. And so, like, you'll be snorkeling, and you're, like, slapping them out of the way. You're like, oh, get out of here, fish. <laughs> and so yeah. I'm actually looking... Uh, to to take a an ocean safety course, just because I realized, mm. oh, I can't underestimate this thing, and I can swim really well and stuff like that. But there's a whole another side to the ocean, a dark side to the beach, uh, uh, that Richard finds in the the culture that he goes to, and then just generally just exists in the beach. I mean, that's where the the sea shanty comes from. 
Oh, in the bottom of the ocean is a grave of men. Like that. I almost put a sea shanty on here too. I was, I had like three sea shanties, but I'm like, this is more about the, that's like the ocean. Uh, yeah. Like and sailors so, on a, a sailor so, camaraderie. Yeah. I had yeah, to yeah. get rid of like four songs that I felt were really more about the ocean than the beach. Which is really interesting is I just watched Master and Commander. And that kind of reminded me of that. Was that a good rewatch? I, I, I didn't know if... Uh, uh, I just saw it for the first time, and it was good for one time, but I don't know if I'd want to see it again. All right. Next one up here is one of my picks. I oh, serve oh. for the place I call home. Uh, one of my picks on here. Again, this is one that maybe doesn't fit exactly, but I'll tell you why. Okay, so this is uh, Bambi by Jadena. I really like Jadena. Normally, his stuff is more like rap. Uh, he's Nigerian. In fact, like his, oh, yeah? his 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 dad or like his grandfather, one of the two, um, maybe both, is like the leader of this tribe. Like he like in his village, like he's one of the head people. Uh, so uh, Jadena lived with him, and they lived with his his family in new york and he learned how to like rap and he, uh, his his uh, he does that classic man song but he that album is really great this came off a not so good album but i really like this song uh so the lyrics of the song don't necessarily capture anything directly that we talked about but i did want to pay homage to the the ladies of the beach you know, we saw that a little bit in Point Break. There's a little bit of a love interest there, a little beach, uh-huh. little beach babe. We saw that in Francoise on the beach. So I would be remiss if I didn't give a little love ballad out to all those <laughs> ladies out there bouncing down the beach, you know, adding to that beach atmosphere, bringing their femininity to the beach, bringing their aesthetic to already beautiful place. And this song, more so than the lyrics itself, but the vibe of it, that ah, it's got a little bit of calypso kind of um, vibe to it. It feels kind of like a Harry Belafonte song, but like modern. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know Harry Belafonte, like Jump In Divine. Oh, yeah, His I almost put a Harry Belafonte song on here. This replaced it because I thought it was a little more modern, a little more sexy, uh, a little bit more Caribbean style beach song. So that's uh-huh. why Jadena makes it on with Bambi on the list. Okay, another playlist collab albums that only have one good song. Ooh, but that's different than One Hit Wonders. Right. Because it could right. be a it's... great band, but it might have a, uh, uh, it might be like an album where they only had one banger on it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure some of the later Rolling Stones records fall into that category. It's so hard to, for me to, to remember which Rolling Stones song is on which album. all right so let's go to our next song we're doing a little switch up here apparently i paid for the extra ads on youtube there we go (laughs) 
Oh, everyone knows the song, but do you know who does the song, Jay? Yeah, it's uh, Martha and the Vandellas, and uh, came out as a single in uh, 1964. And I just I picked the song. It doesn't remind me of any movie or book or any of the topics we covered. It's just to me, uh, just a great summer song. It's just so carefree and just fun. You know, it's it's just great. It's 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 almost reminds me of of being on the beach itself. You know, you listen to songs like this and it just kind of just removes all the peripheral garbage that are, that's weighing you down. It's a celebration you know? song, you know, yeah. it, it is, it is a feel good song, kind of like more yeah. towards the top of our, our playlist. Those kind of uh, like your first one on there, the here comes the summer and surf wax America. But this is more classical, like Motown meets West coast, just great song. Yeah, love it. I almost picked the David Bowie Mick Jagger one, but I'm like, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I feel like with those two like Titans, like to pick that song from them, it's almost <laughs> like and I don't hate that song the way some people like hate that song because of that music video or whatever it is. I like it, but I mean it's just it's it's a weird one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, next one on me. Coming at you. On your left. So, this one, I'm really proud of this pick. One, I like how we it's both, good. Good we're going to find here, both of us wanted to include something like this in the track. So, this uh, is, uh, I'm going to pronounce this wrong because it's actually a cover of a very famous, uh, it's, it's spelled like it should be pronounced Malagueña, but I think it's Malagueña. It's a Spanish song. So, um, it's a Spanish song from like 1930s that's been covered by so many people. But this version is from a band, the Bambi Molesters. Now, the Bambi Molesters, I got into about a year ago, even though they've been doing albums since early 2000s. I don't know if they're doing albums anymore. But they're actually <coughs> a surf rock band from Eastern Europe. They're, like, from, like, Croatia. Really? Yeah, they're from, like, Croatia. Oh, and, wow. You know, there are a lot of great surf rock bands from, you know, the 60s and 70s and 50s, 60s and 70s. Um, that you can go listen to. In fact, we're going to hear an example of one of those in a little bit. But I don't feel like there's a lot of new bands or modern bands doing surf music as well as the, uh, the, the molesters here. And this isn't even my favorite of their songs. Go like Spotify this band and just chill out to their surf music. They're so good. But the reason I picked this song of theirs is because I was thinking about Bodie. And if Bodie had a theme song, what would his <laughs> theme song be? 
And nice. I kept thinking about this scene. Mm. We talked about this during the episode where Bodie, when uh, uh, Johnny Utah is chasing Bodie around the world and he's talking about, you know, almost catching him in Mexico. And we talked about how, whoa, wh- what a great prequel that would be. Now, I don't want a movie because I don't want anyone else uh, playing Bodie, but I would love a <laughs> dime store, uh, a dime store novel about uh, Bodie between the time where, you know, he jumped, he robs the bank and when he uh, eventually meets his demise. I want to see Bodie in Mexico. And to me, one of the things that struck me, why is this a great theme song for Bodie, is when I heard this song, I was like, this is Bodie's theme song. And I'm like, why? Why is this Spanish song Bodie's theme song? Because Bodie's a fucking bullfighter. That's who Bodie is. If this, if, this, if this point break didn't take place in the 90s, if it t- took place in 1909, Bodie would have been a fucking bullfighter. Yeah. That's how he would oh, have got that's sure. how he would have gotten his thrills. He would have <laughs> been this charismatic, cocky, beautiful bullfighter. And I was like, that's why this song is Bodie's theme song. Oh man, I like that. That's great. That makes that's perfect. You hit that one, dude. All right. So you're gonna hear something. Now, Jay gets to make his case for this. One second here. Let me pull this up. I love this choice, too, by the way. I, I listened to this over and over again the last couple of days, just hanging out in the patio. Here we go. I mean, this, this, so, you know, we're talking about- Moonlight Love by Link Ray. Yeah, Link Ray and the Ray Men, Moonlight Love. Um, This reminds me of the conversation we were having earlier about uh, when summer comes to an end. Oh, yes, yes. You know, and, and, um, you know, it, it, it also reminds me of that saying- don't be sad because it's over. Be happy that it happened. And it reminds me of like, like summer romances coming to an end, vacations coming to an end, and, you know, and it's, it's just, yeah, that's, that's what it, yeah, it does have that mind. thing. You know, one of the things that we, 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 that is common with all the beach things that we read, whether it be the beach, uh, uh, uh Dogtown, the Z boys, or, um, uh, point Break is that each of those stories, each of those depictions of the beach, the characters, they have this grand old time um, and they find themselves, but at the end, there is, it doesn't end like riding off into the sunset. It ends in all a very, very melancholy way from, you know, some of those Z-Boys to Richard and the Beach uh, to, to Bodie and Johnny Utah. There is yeah. this sense that you know, the beach is someplace you go to, you get lost, 
but it takes its toll on you. That's one of the yeah. things that we found is that the beach and its depictions, it, it's, it's not a fairy tale place. Uh, it is a place where uh, it will give, but it will also take from you. And all these characters suffer some kind of loss um, in their stories. And uh, I think this song really kind of, like you said, it captures that goodbye, the end right, of the yeah. romance. Not necessarily mm-hmm. the romantic, like mm, kissy kissy, but the romantic ideology behind a beach. Uh, right. It's the end of that, the end of summer. Uh, and it's that, of course, that, um, you know, that, that, that wah-wah bar on those guitars. It just, I mean, they cry, right? When it's like, wah, yeah. wah. Weeping. Yeah, weeping yeah. guitar. So, all right, that brings us to our last track on our uh, Pop Bonsai Beach playlist. I'm going to hit this bad boy right now. My, 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 it's a beautiful world. I like swimming in the sea I like to go out beyond the white breakers Where a man can still be free Or a woman if you are one I like swimming in the sea Okay, so this is Beautiful World by Colin Hay off the album Going Somewhere, which is an album that I really like. It's not all killer, but there are at least four tracks on that that are really good. Colin Hay, most people probably know from Men at Work. He was the uh, lead singer in uh, Men at Work. So, I come from a land down under. Um, Did you ever see that Scrubs episode that he was on? Yeah, I think uh, Zach Braff must be a big fan because he did that. Over Overkill is a great song. I can't get to sleep. Oh, God. I think man, about yeah. the implications. Oh, so great. Must be all. And he gets like all into that. Yeah. So uh, this song to me, you know, especially that opening verse, like, my, 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 it's a beautiful world. I like to swim. But one of the things that struck me was I like to go out past the breakers where a man can still be free. And that line in particular, because there are breakers here, like on my little beach here, and I'm looking, and you're like, don't go out there. That's beyond the reef. Like, don't go, don't go out there. <laughs> Outer rim. But all our characters are striving to go out beyond the breakers, to push themselves to the boundaries of what is acceptable and what is considered safe, whether it be the Z-Boys, whether it be Bodie and his crew, or whether it be Richard trying to get away from tourists and everything that's in there. There is this sense of standing on the beach, making it there, but wanting to go even further. Like the beach Mm -hmm. is a destination, but just beyond that, the horizon, the breakers, that's where our characters want to go. So this, the, all these things have been about the beach and we've been talking about the beach, but all our characters are people who want to go beyond even the beach. These are pirates, you know? Richard's a pirate. Uh, Bodie's a pirate. The Dogtown Z-Boys, they describe themselves as pirates, you know? Yeah. They're, they're landlocked. And the reason they're on the beach is because that's as close as they can get to the sea, to infinity, to the beyond, to the extreme. And so... This song, while it's not a fast song, it's a very slow, melodic song, it is a song that I think encapsulates a lot of those ideas. Mm-hmm. Colin Hay, I think, is a good songwriter. I think he's just short of being great. And I think sometimes he gets in his own way. Even in the song, like, for example, he'll go, um, uh, 
I like to go out beyond the breakers where the man can still be free or a woman if you are one. And I'm like, yeah, you know, <laughs> like, like it's like it's like he's like crushing more lyrics where they don't belong. And you, you hear that a little bit in Overkill and some of his other songs where it's like his phrasing is like you're like you're trying to cram too off. much in it. Let the song do its thing, Colin. Uh, but I really like the song and Going Somewhere is a good album, which a lot of the songs in that album really kind of deal with some of the themes that we've talked about in this beach set. Yeah, it's funny that you said that about Pirates because in the movie, what was the movie version? Uh, Lords of Dogtown? Yeah. Lords of Dogtown. Didn't they say that about Stacey Peralta? Like, yeah. He's not a pirate like us, man. Yeah, he's not. You was it uh, who, Heath Ledger? Who's playing, who does a great job playing the, uh, yeah. Because um, we're a fucking pirate, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do like that idea of just these little surf rats and things like that. So it's weird. I, I feel like, you know, coming to the end of our beach set, it's, I feel that we could do, a beach set part two and talk about completely different aspects of a beach through different yeah. parts of media. But I think we really did kind of uncover a grittier, uh, wilder, more savage aspect of beach life and beach culture, as opposed to the uh, affluent side of beach culture. Or even like the, beach like boys. the family uh, like the side Frankie of it. Frankie and the net type. Yeah. yeah, which is great yeah. too. I love that stuff too. But it was kind of it was kind of cool taking a look at the pirate side of the beach, uh, you know, yeah. the ports and stuff like that. So I had a really fun time uh, going through those, and it was perfect with the weather and the move, like having beach on the brain. It was a nice cathartic uh, uh, experience going through these these things. Yeah. For sure. I mean, here we are, you know, summer's kind of winding down, mm -hmm. you know, so it's great and very timely. And we are not winding down. We are just winding up because Jay and I are going to start another set next episode. Starts another set. What are we doing next set, Jay? Well, so I thought about it and I don't know if it's just too much of a continuation of summer, but we, you can nix it if you want, but I thought maybe we we try our road trip set. Oh, I was on board. You said road trip. I looked at the set list. Yeah. I said this all looks good. I already ordered yeah. that book, Jay. Yeah, Dirty Windshields, um, by uh, Grant Lawrence, they, who used to be the singer of the Smugglers. It's uh, his tour diary, and then we're going to talk about uh, a documentary called Circle the Wagons, mm -hmm. which I is, watched the trailer for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I won't go into too much. And uh, what was the other thing we were going to talk about? Uh, Midnight Run. Oh, we're going to do Midnight Run? Okay, perfect. Charles Grodin yeah. and uh, Robert De Niro. Awesome movie. Okay. So, All right, and of course there'll be a playlist at the end of that one. So we'll see where oh, sure. this road trip takes us. So until we hit the streets, we will catch you on the next Pop Wave! Bonsai!